Hey everyone, it's Naomi and welcome to the Firecracker Department After Show. This is where the core team members come together and we reflect on past episodes that I've had when I get to talk to amazing women. Uh, we sort of say what's jazzed us, what's held in our hearts and our minds after these discussions and we get to see each other, which is really a treat. We've got Chelsea McKenzie, who's in Toronto, and she heads up the art department, the Firecracker Art Department. We've got Emily Churchill, who's in Los Angeles. She's part of the meditation department. We've got AJ Edmonds, who's doing content creation and brand uh, department, and she's in Toronto, sometimes Los Angeles. Here we go. So excited. And we're talking about Jenna Ricker. Now, Jenna and I spoke in New York about a year ago, and so we've sort of been catching up with all these fantastic episodes. Um, but she was so great because I'd had one of those technical days that make your head explode where <sighs> it takes you six hours to download five minutes. And then when we got to the place where we were doing the interview, my recording device didn't work. And then it was really noisy. And she was like, no big deal. I just love people who are like, no big deal. Like you say it all the time, AJ, you're like, no stress. And I'm like, yeah, I like that or no hurry. If you're five minutes late, that's okay too. I went to an audition once and it said, there's a sign that said, we know you're doing the best you can to be on time. Don't worry. I was like, that's uh, nice. I yeah. like that. You'll know Jenna Ricker. She's done, um, she's like a producer, director, writer. She's done show, movies like Ben's Plan. And then this recent movie called Qualified about one of the first female indie uh, driver, which I know probably resonates oh, yeah. with you, AJ, because your partner is in the motor vehicle business. Oh, uh, what resonated? Emily, tell me what resonated for you in this world. Biggest thing in terms of endearment. <laughs> when she said that, it, like my heart just melted. I'm like, I know, me too. Um, that movie <laughs> was just—it was so apparent in in her episode, and it just kept coming back to terms of endearment. And I'm like, yes, if you haven't seen that movie, please see that movie. It's just—I love it. I it's don't know. So... That's all I have. I mean, that was my most thing. That's what I. Huge letters. Terms of endearment. <laughs> but it really like sets the stage for her creative journey do you know what I mean like you're if yeah. that's resonating with you like that's the kind of stuff that you're gonna make like I grew up we watched SCTV and so it's not a surprise that I'm in comedy and her world is like terms endearment so her she's gone like heart in what she's doing uh AJ what do you think I mean I love hearing people that are working in the field that they knew that they were gonna do when they were a kid mm -hmm. and she talked about going to the movie theater and she was like it's me yeah. I'm gonna do that and yeah. I was like it's so true like I remember when I was seven, my mother knew exactly what I was going to do with my career because I saw Oliver live in the West End of London. And at intermission, I was like, why would you leave? The magic is still in here. Why? Oh. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave. I just sat there and stared up the stage until they came back. Um, uh, and I knew, you know, like I knew as like a seven-year-old that I just wanted to work in the arts. Yeah. Chelsea, was that like that for you with art? Because I know you're a visual artist. I mean, yes and no. Like, I definitely, as a kid, always was coloring and drawing and things like that, but grew up around people who had substantially more talent than I ever thought that I did in terms of visual art. So I never, like, really put any time or effort into learning it or pushing what I think is kind of working towards my craft now, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I think that like I started out drawing because I was just sitting there listening to the podcast and it was something to keep my hands busy while I was listening. So they're, they're very long. Well, yeah. And I just like, it was, it was kind of subconscious. Like I wasn't even really thinking about what I was doing while I was doing it until I looked down. I was like, Oh, I'm kind of 
I'm drawing based on whatever you and the guests at the time were talking about. So yeah, that's so interesting because I feel like with Jenna's career, she's really like listened to the universe. You know what I mean? Like she's sort of being guided because yeah. she started as an actor. Uh, what, what else? What else do you hold in your heart after my chat with Jenna? I think what did she say? Um, she wasn't. Oh, to kind of build off that, she wasn't willing to break down the walls for acting as much as she was for writing and directing, oh, yeah. and that's kind of kind of where she knew where her passion was going to shift from one to the other. I think that's interesting because a lot of the time, like, AJ, you had talked about sitting in a theater and going, I know that that's what I want to do. And then maybe somewhere down the line, you see something that pushes it in a different direction. And sometimes we ignore that because we're so focused on, well, I thought I wanted to be an actor and now maybe I don't. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. So that was kind of like one of my bigger takeaways was just her being like, you know what, I'm not willing to break down the door for an acting role, but I'm willing to write this and push it and do something that maybe somebody else hasn't done before. So that was really good. AJ? Yeah, it's, you know, the journey of growing up, because I don't think we ever stop until our life ends. Like, we're always growing and learning about ourselves. And to say that, like, you know exactly what you're going to do for your entire life as a kid I, I, it might be a bit short-sighted, you know, like, because you don't know what you're going to feel like when you're 30. Like, I, I am no different, I think, than any of us. You know, I wanted to be an actor, and then I just became really good at producing. I just happened, it was a skill I had. And, you know, acknowledging where those boundaries lie in, you know, where are you willing to dedicate that focus and energy? Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing she talked about that just, like, it's so true, and it hits so close to home, is about standing on set or sitting in a room and having to over justify yourself a thousand times. Like, even though you've met this one person, you know, 10 times, yep. I'm going to say he, to, I don't want to be divisive, but it, in my experience, it is often the opposite sex goes, and sorry, what is your role? It's like, oh, no, no, you don't understand. I own this. Yeah. And to stand on set, um, <clears throat> I started building these tactics as a young AD and a producer on set where I would actually show up in like the most androgynous outfit as possible so that there was there was always kind of that like everyone knows I'm a girl but I go by AJ so there's usually no preconceived assumption of who they're going to meet and the first thing I do on set is I have a very strict conversation about sexual harassment and that's a really quick way of identifying you know who how this is going to go and like you might think that I look like a 12 year old boy trapped in the body of a female but like, I'm not going, I don't, I don't deal with people telling me how sets run because I know, and I'm here because I know. And so let's stop treating each other. Like, you know, more because you were allowed to be here before I was. Yeah. Uh, so when she said that, I was like, yeah, we still to this day mm-hmm. walk onto sets and have people, you know, surprised. Like I was on a set in Los Angeles two weeks ago and people were like, wow, you're like really good at this. And I'm like, yeah, it's my yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, us too, right? Like planting our feet and owning what we are and owning our power. That's huge. Yeah, I I would have to say I I got the whole thing of um, not realizing, oh, that's not a door I want to break down. Uh, Being an actor in L.A. and being a funny girl, they're like, do stand up. And I did stand up. And it's just not my thing. Like, I just don't love it enough to break down those doors. Like, yeah. I f- have so much um, respect for anyone that does stand up because I've done it and I'm like, 
I'm okay. I'm going to go home. I think you guys have fun. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I want to be in bed by 10. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I do. I do realize that. And I think it's so important for everyone to realize that what, what are you willing to break down that door for and what not and be okay with that. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Any final thoughts about my chat with Jenna? I think that one of the other things touching on what AJ said about the whole walking onto set and having her kind of her position judged was the quote that she said when somebody asked her if she knew how to use a camera or use some sort of film equipment. And I just went, I work for now my second time in my life in an industry that's quite male dominated. I'm in an automotive factory job. So like, I've been fortunate enough that I haven't really experienced too much of like, well, you're a female. Do you know how to use a drill or build this car part? I haven't experienced it too much, but I have seen it quite a bit where like jobs are given to men because they can't, it's assumed or whatever that maybe a woman couldn't lift that part or lift that piece of equipment. So that really for me was like, she put time and effort to go to school and learn this sort of this craft and improve herself and somebody who still was like do you know how to use that do you know how to use the camera like it just it baffled me that like you would question someone's you've seen what they're capable of so yeah Yeah. thanks anyone else final thoughts no she's fantastic it was great Yeah. yeah yeah well speaking of um I don't know cars and owning your space and speaking of soup what kind of soup are you guys making? And if soup is your career, what would it look like? What's your project du jour? Oh my gosh, I don't. I the best segue so I've done so These far. segues, every time they get better. That was so yeah. great. I know. Now I'm thinking about soup. I can't talk about art. If your, I don't career, know. if your career was a soup, what would be in it right now? AJ? Oh, uh, I'm a big fan of Alphagetios. Yes, yes. Oh. You know, just a little cocktail Simple. of everything. Yeah. Um, I agree. That used to make my father nauseous. So all of this makes sense. Um, in the metaphor. No, I am completing a short film. I'm launching a producer's masterclass. Um, basically for anybody that has an idea for a short film but has no idea where to begin. And um, just soaking up Los Angeles as much as I can. Love it. Love it. Emily? Um, I'm doing a goal setting workshop series starting today. Um, so if you're interested in anything like that, you can follow me at Reiki Healing with M on the Facebook. Love it. How about you, Chelsea? Uh, right now, I'm just working on firecracker art stuff. I had a fellow artist email me actually through Naomi and kind of touch base and see if she could help out in any way. So I think Love we're going to, I'm coming up with a list for art promo day next month. And we're going to, I think I'm going to work with her and see if we can work on some projects together. So awesome. Excited to see how that uh, art department grows. Uh, Yeah, I'm sort of in the, in the soup shop right now. We've got like a lot of writing projects. We're pitching a lot. We've got a couple of shows in development. So it's sort of, it's a crock pot. I'm working on a crock pot of career right now, but I'm excited to share with them, with you, where they go. Uh, so speaking of computers, go onto your computer and then follow us, uh, Firecracker Department, D-E-P-T, on social media. And go over to our website, firecrackerdepartment.com. Listen to all the podcasts as they're full of such amazing women's voices and stories. And uh, subscribe to our newsletter because then you'll keep in touch with all the fantastic things that are coming up. We have a script reading series in Los Angeles. We've got one starting in Toronto. I mean, the world is just pew, 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 pew. It's exciting. 
Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time on The After Show. Bye.